911 emergency. Can you get someone over here now to 325 Gretna Green? He's back. Please. Well, okay, what does he look like? He's O.J. Simpson. I think you know his record. Could you just send somebody okay. over here? Okay, what is he doing there? He just drove up again. He just <laughs> drove up. Over? Okay, wait a minute. What kind of car is he in? He's in a white Bronco, but first of all, he broke the back door down to get in. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. What's your name? Nicole Simpson. Okay, is he the sportscaster or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Thank what is, you. Wait a minute. We're sending the police. What is he doing? Is he threatening you? I'm going nuts. Okay. Has he threatened you in any way, or or is he just harassing you? You're going to hear him in a minute. He's about to come in again. Okay. Just stay on the line. I don't want to stay on the line. He's going to beat the shit. Wait a minute. Wait. Just stay on the line so we can know what's going on until the police get there, okay? Okay, Nicole? Uh-huh. Just a moment. Does he have any weapons? I don't know. Okay. He went home and now he's back. Okay. The kids are up there sleeping and I don't want anything to happen. Okay. Has he hit you today or no? No. Okay. You don't need any paramedics or anything? Uh-uh. Okay. You just want him to leave? my door. He broke the whole back door in. And then he left and he came back? And he came and he practically knocked my upstairs door down, but he pounded it and then he screamed and hollered and I tried to get him out of the bedroom because the kids were sleeping in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he wanted somebody's phone number and I gave him my phone book and was going to, or I gave, put my phone book down to write, mm-hmm. to write down the phone number that he wanted and mm-hmm. then he took my phone book with all my stuff in it. The dispatch. The dispatch. What? What does he say? What <sighs> What's up, fellow kings and queens? How's everyone doing? I hope everyone's staying safe. So, tonight we're going to be doing a quick video. It is actually the anniversary of the OJ Simpson's murder. I don't know when I'll be getting this video uploaded, so if it's not June 12th, June 13th, I do apologize about the wait. I'm just going to be doing a lot of editing with this video, adding some things and stuff like that. First things first, as of always, if you hear any yelling, screaming, or breaking, that is my one-year-old daughter, Luna. She likes to be part of the show with me, and when I don't include her, she gets a little upset. Second thing is, to my new subscribers, I want to say thank you guys so much for subscribing to the channel and supporting it, supporting us. We really, really appreciate your support. I love you guys to death. Um, if you would like a free Bad Habits Kingdom t-shirt, let me know. I will make sure you get one we have some coming in in about three to four weeks of the black and purple ones you can check me out you can contact me on badhabitsking at gmail.com badhabitsking at gmail.com that's where you can send me your sizes um how many you know uh, where you want me to mail it to stuff like that so let's get to it oj simpson so oj simpson was drafted from USC, he was a star running back at USC. His his coach at USC actually was saying he was the best player any coach could ever have ever. He was drafted by the Buffalo Bills in the first round. Now that's where he played most of his career. Believe it or not, when people think of football, OJ Simpson, they think of the San Francisco 49ers, but that's actually where he ended his career. He went there the last like couple years of his career, but he was mostly in Buffalo. Now. O.J. Simpson had a, was married. He had kids. He actually lost one of his kids that drowned in his pool, which is very unfortunate. That's just a sad thing. 
Now, while he was married, he meets Nicole Brown. Now, Nicole Brown, at the time, there are different... There are different theories. Some people say she was 17. Some people say she was 18. They ended up married anyway, so it didn't matter. But some people do say that she was 17 years old when they started dating. I could believe that, you know, but we don't know for sure because there's so many theories about it. Now, during their marriage, Nicole called the police over 60 times for abuse six zero now that is ridiculous that is a ridiculous amount of times calling for help and not getting any oj used to throw pool parties and barbecues for the police so he would always like anytime they showed up he would just say oh she's overreacting you know it's okay you know we're we're okay now Okay, OJ, see you next weekend. You know, it's ridiculous that the system failed her so badly. So badly. Over 60 times? 6-0. Not one time was OJ arrested. Not once. Bruises all over her face. In the audio where she's on the phone with 911, you can tell that she's literally terrified. She is scared. The part where she says, I don't want to stay on the phone. I don't want to stay on the line. That's how you know how terrified she really was. OJ Simpson was a ticking time bomb. No if, what's, buts about it. He was a ticking time bomb. It was a matter of time before this happened. And she knew it. I think she always knew it was going to happen. And there was nothing she can do. Nothing. She called 911 for help. They didn't help her. That's what Marsha Clark, the defense attorney who at OJ's trial, uh, not the district attorney at OJ's trial, said the system failed her. He got away with beating her. He's not going to get away with killing her. And he did. He walked right out the door. Now, through the case, OJ spent a lot of money on his dream team. But then again, he didn't give a lot of them money. Robert Shapiro made the most, 100 grand a month. The deal was for 1.2 million. He didn't even get all of his money. Uh, Robert Kardashian Sr. He got a little bit at the beginning, not a whole lot. Johnny Cochran, I don't know, or their teams. A lot of them saw this case as the biggest case that would make their careers anyway. So they would have probably done a pro bono like Lee Bailey did. Lee Bailey did a pro bono. You know, and I really believe the district attorneys didn't realize they were in over their head on this case. I think they felt like they had a slam dunk case with all the evidence. The evidence was all over the place. The DNA was all over OJ. Now, here's what the defense said. Yep. And they're blaming on the LAPD. That the LAPD set up OJ. Okay. So this is what happened. Mark Furman. Now, Mark Furman was a piece of. Yeah, he was. He should have never been a cop. He's a racist pig. He deserves to be in jail, if you ask me. Here's what they say, though. Okay. Three detectives show up to the, to the murder scene. Before they even know where OJ's at, before they even know what kind of alibi he has or anything like that, Mark Furman remembered OJ from years ago. He, was a, he actually responded to one of Nicole's calls at one time. That's how he knew where OJ lived. He responded to one of her 911 calls. 
He saw a black guy with a white girl and decided that he is going to keep his focus on OJ. Now, this is what the defense is saying. This isn't me or anyone. This is what the defense said at the trial. He saw OJ with a white woman and said, I'm going to get OJ. No matter what, one day I'm going to get him. He arrives to the crime scene. He sees Nicole Brown is dead. So what does he do? He takes Nicole Brown's blood, Ron Goldman's blood, somehow has OJ's blood at the time, even though they don't know where OJ is or anything. He goes to OJ's house. He doesn't know if OJ's home. He doesn't know if he's out of town. He doesn't know if he's at a restaurant. He doesn't know. Breaks into OJ's Bronco. Dumps the blood in the middle console area. Throws a little bit on the steering wheel. And throws a dot on the side of the, right by the door handle. Then they hopped the fence because Tom Lang and another detective was trying to get a hold of OJ on the intercom. They can't get a hold of him, so they end up hopping the fence, going up to OJ's house. Now, Mark Furman just breaks into the house and goes upstairs, dumps some blood in the socks and shoes on the carpet, does a little trail on the driveway. Boom. And then goes back to Bundy where the crime scene is at Nicole's house. Now, yes, it was a short drive because... I don't know why, but Nicole only lived about five minutes away from OJ. Here she was been they've been divorced for two years, and I do know that they were still sleeping together. They were seeing each other. I know that they were kind of trying to reconcile their relationship, but she was still divorced and still doing her own thing at times. She was seen with other men at times, and that really made OJ upset. Marcus Allen was one of them, from what I heard, and some people would say that Ron Goldman was also physical in a good way with Nicole. That hasn't been proven. That hasn't been you know, confirmed or anything like that. That is just gossip rumors, but we don't know for sure. Me personally, I would say at some point or another, yes, these two did sleep together at one point. He was driving her car. Now, according to the police, six they just met each other about six weeks prior to their murders. When Ron Goldman was seen driving Nicole's Ferrari. Now I'm just going to say this. I have a lot of great co-workers. I have a lot of great old school friends. That I haven't talked to in a long time. Growing up. If I called any one of them. And I say hey can I borrow your car. They're going to say no. There's no way. If I called any one of them and say hey can I borrow your Ferrari. They're going to say you're out of your freaking mind. So they must have been really really good friends. If she's going to trust him. Driving around in her Ferrari. I mean, that's got to be some trust right there, if you ask me. And also, the day he borrowed her Ferrari, Ron was actually meeting a friend for lunch. And his friend even asked him, you know, is that your girlfriend? And he said, no, we're just friends. There are, they could have been friends with benefits or they could have been just friends. The research that I did on Ron is he seems like a type that could just be friends with the girls. You know, kind of like me. Me, I was raised by women. I work with a lot of women. Always have. Always been a lot of women. I can just be friends with women without thinking, oh, I want to hook up with you. Okay. Now, a lot of guys, they don't do that. They, at some point or another, they want to hook up. They want to date. Something like that. You know, and that ends up causing problems for a lot of people because the girls think, oh, we're just friends. But the guys think it's something totally different. In his mind, she's into me. She's into me. She's just taking her time. Something like that. That's just how it is. I don't know why. But I do see them hooking up at one point or another. Now, here's what the police say that happened. The police say at the crime scene that Nicole was attacked first and then Ron showed up in the and saw what happened i mean can you imagine showing up and seeing the murder take place i mean 
that must have been the scariest thing ever. And instead of running, he attacks. He goes to help Nicole. Here's what I kind of think what happened. This is just my own opinion. I could be wrong. I don't know if they've already proved what happened or whatever, but this is just what I think. Okay. Now, OJ at 9 o'clock, between 9 and 9.30, he went to McDonald's with his, he had a, a guest house in the back of his mansion who where Cato, a young man named Cato lived. Cato was a unemployed actor and all that stuff. So he actually lived behind OJ's house in the mansion. They go to McDonald's. They come back. OJ then goes to Nicole's house and stalks her. Now, OJ, it was confirmed that OJ did actually, he was known to actually, like, tell Nicole that he was going out of town at certain times. Like, like let's say he was actually going out of town at midnight. He would tell Nicole he was going out of town at, like, 6 p.m. just so he can go stalk her house to see if she's having people come over. That was confirmed. And I think that's what kind of happened here. Yes, he had a uh, plane ticket to chicago at 11 45 p.m and he had you know he was at the dance you know side all with uh, his daughter you know for his daughter earlier that day at the school nicole her kids and family and stuff went to dinner around 6 6 30 at 9 p.m why oj and kate are at mcdonald's nicole's sister calls the restaurant where ron worked and said they forgot the glasses ron volunteers to take the glass to nicole's house when his shift ends because he's friends with her okay ron leaves the restaurant between 9 48 to 9 50 p.m he heads off to nicole's house which is a short drive away he shows up what I'm thinking at the time is OJ, they say OJ had to have came from the back of Nicole's t uh, house. So he didn't see the white Bronco outside or anything. I, or maybe the white Bronco was outside. I don't know. But they said OJ came from the back of the house. Okay. Now OJ was probably out there. He sees Ron walk up. And then he attacks Ron out of jealousy. He probably already heard about Ron and Nicole by now because they weren't just be like having coffee. They were having coffee. They were going to nightclubs. They were going to dinners. I mean, they were seen around a lot. In Brentwood, you know, OJ is really popular. So is Nicole. I mean, word could have gotten back to OJ. And he was stalking her. So he probably seen him around. And at coming at that time of night he is thinking the worst and it could have been happened that they were gonna hook up because you gotta remember nicole was in the tub with candles on with candles lit her kids are asleep and it's 10 o'clock at night you know they could have gotten the glasses the next day but that's why i think maybe ron and nicole were kind of you know but i don't know but I think that he starts attacking Ron. Nicole hears the commotion, comes outside, sees the attack going on. OJ sees her and then attacks her. Now, the police say that Nicole was attacked first and Ron shows up trying to help her. And then after he kills Nicole, he kills Ron. I'm just wondering, in the video that you're about to see, I did a video on crime door that you will be that i will have on this podcast and just so you know it's very graphic so if it's not something you would like to see definitely do not watch it change it because you will see the bodies yes it's in 3d animated but you do see a lot of blood you see the bodies of ron and nicole where they were located where they were found 
Ron was stabbed so many times that he was even stabbed after he was already dead. You know, he had cuts on his hands where he was trying to defend himself. Apparently, he was really excellent in karate, so he did try to fight OJ off. But I'm wondering, the houses were so close together in that neighborhood. How did nobody hear anything? How did they not hear a scream or something? Now, they did say they heard some kind of commotion, but I mean, two murders are going on. How can you not hear you screaming off the top of your lungs? Somebody, please help me scream it. I mean, all around. It's not like you're space is over or you know miles down the road or something this isn't iowa farmville you're right next door to people i don't know how any nobody heard it i don't get it now some people say that there were two killers i disagree i think oj was there by himself when this happened i don't think his best friend ac was there or willie whoever he said he did it in that book he wrote oj actually wrote a book if I did it or if I would have done it, something like that. And basically, it was the same way how they died. <laughs> I mean, it's like, come on, really? You know, that's insane. You know, the guy was nuts. Nicole knew it. He was a great actor. You know, everybody thought he was a charming, nice fellow guy. But that's what psychopaths are like. They're very friendly. They're very outgoing. You know, you wouldn't be able to tell. They're very charming until they do their thing Nicole had no way out of this she tried to get help she couldn't get the help she tried to get support you know anything you know and I I mean Ron was a friend of her you know she felt that that was an escape that helped her you know it's it's just a sad situation all the way around OJ was found not guilty. Not guilty. After all that time, nine months trial, after four hours of debating, they found him not guilty. We're going to be doing a second video on this. I'm going to reach out to some family members and some journalists of that time. I'm going to be reaching out to Ron's family if they are willing to talk to me because I know they've done interviews and stuff before and on podcasts. So I'm going to try to reach out to them, see what they can say. But if you notice throughout this entire podcast, I kept saying OJ because I don't care what anyone says. I hardcore believe OJ did it. I do not believe the cops set him up. <laughs> Were the cops, did they do everything correctly? No. Um, were they OJ's gloves? Yes. The glove try on. Okay. OJ was doing this in court. He was bending his elbow when he was putting the glove on. That blood was soaked in blood. That glove, I'm saying. That glove was soaked in blood and in a freezer. It shrinks. Everybody knows that. The glove is going to shrink. I mean... This case is just ridiculous. OJ is actually here in Las Vegas, walking the streets today as a free man. OJ came out to Vegas and does a crime of kidnapping, armed robbery of sports memorabilia, and the judge, they actually, nobody, I don't think I ever told a lot of people about this, but I actually, when OJ was arrested and he was about to go to trial here in Vegas, I was actually called down for jury duty. And they even asked me 
do you think OJ did the first crime? And I said, hell yeah. <laughs> that was actually one of the questions they asked you in Jersey for the trial here in Vegas of OJ when he was arrested for the kidnapping. Me personally, I was hoping OJ would get a lot more time. He was at parole after nine years. I was hoping he'd do at least 15. But at the end of the day, he's still a celebrity. And they get off easy. You know, yes, he's an old man now. You know, he gained a lot of weight. But it's it's just a sad thing. So just so you guys know, we will be doing another video on this. It will be about two weeks after I reach out to some family members. And the Delphi videos are going to be coming out. We're going to be doing it all the, the starting on the 20, 20, no, not the 20th. Yeah, the 20th. I'm going to start uh, loading them on the 21st. Literally like five videos. Like every day, Delphi is all next week. That's why we're recording them now. And they're going to be out all next week. A lot of Delphi videos. So check them out, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm just giving you my opinions on things. I couldn't do a real long video. I do apologize. But just tell me what you think. You know, do you think Ron was attacked first? Do you think Nicole was attacked first? Do you think somebody else was there? Do you think it was OJ? Do you think OJ has somebody with him? You know, what do you really think? Let me know, guys, in the comments below. If you do, please, if you're not, please subscribe to the channel and show support. I really love you guys. You can also check us out on the um, TikTok, Apple, Spotify, Instagram, all under Bad Habits Kingdom. Definitely could use the support on TikTok and uh, Instagram. Of course, on Spotify as well, you know, Anchor. Uh, if you would like to help us support the channel and future investigations, we have a GoFundMe account. You can see it in the link below. It's to help us come up with plane tickets to actually go out to Delphi, Indiana, so we can go to the live locations of the Delphi murders and also go to Evansdale to go to the live locations of the Evansdale murders so we can go out there and to order more t-shirts and to do some extra things for future investigations. So definitely check us out, guys. And Show some support and love. We love you guys. Thank you guys. Hit subscribe. If you're not, please hit the like button as well. We you know that would definitely help. All right, guys. I love you. Stay safe. Check out the links below and see you guys later. Next video will be tomorrow. Okay. Well, I don't know when this video will actually be, but at least on the 21st. Be ready. Love you guys. We're about to enter the crime scene of Nicole Simpson and Ron Brown, or Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown. I'm so sorry about that. So we're going to enter here. Just to pre-warn you, this is a very graphic scene. I don't know why I keep having technical errors on my phone here. But we're going to enter, and there's Nicole, unfortunately. So we're going to look up. Where she was down the stairs, so she definitely heard something. So everyone, the police say that OJ was hiding in the bushes, probably around here, somewhere maybe. But then again, they said he came from the back of the house. He came from the back side of the house. Maybe he was hiding over here. And some people are saying that he actually... Sorry about that, guys. Um, he's get um, he was hiding in the bushes, 
and Nicole was attacked first when Ron showed up. Now I was wondering if maybe Ron was actually being attacked first. Maybe OJ saw him and you know got jealous and just snapped. There's the bloody glove. And it looks like let's see, that looks like a mask, doesn't it? I never heard about a killer wearing the mask or anything. That's what it looks like to me. If you guys ever watched the video from The Shape, you know, he does a lot of good videos. That, that looks like his mask. <laughs> but that looks like an envelope. And there's Ron over there in the corner. He was stabbed over 30 times. And around the neck area, he was even stabbed after he already died. Now, let's see if we can go up these stairs. Now, if you look around, this neighborhood's pretty tight-knit neighborhood. Like, the houses are really close together. There's a lot of houses. A lot of people live in these houses. I'm surprised they didn't hear or see anything more. Because you got to remember, two homicides happened. You would think that there would have been some screaming, some fighting, some yelling, especially if a guy has a knife trying to kill you. You're, you're, you're gentling and you're just going to panic. You're just going to scream for help. But maybe he got to him to where they couldn't too fast. Uh, maybe he was right here in the bushes or he could have been on the other side. And he sees Ron walk up. He attacks Ron from here at this point. And then Nicole hears the commotion. She comes, comes downstairs. And then OJ knows it's, you know, he's got to attack her. The police say that OJ did not come officially to kill Nicole. Now, he of course ran off this way. That's been proven because of his blood found at the scene. He was walking... Luna, he was walking the blood uh, trail, the trail lean, lean, from the crime scene was going this way and OJ's blood. So he definitely didn't park in front of the house and people would have saw the white Bronco parked out there, which there were witnesses that said they saw the white Bronco on Nicole Street, but you know, the blood trail went this way towards the back of the house. But this is just a horrible crime scene. But like like you said, you look around, you know, look at all these houses. I mean, and everybody and there was people that lived in every single one of them and the, the blood, I mean, if this is the real like how the blood really was at the crime scene Yes, it was late at night. It was around 10, 10.30 at night, 10.15. It had to be between 10 to 10.15 is when this all happened. But that is a lot of blood, you know, because her blood went down. Apparently, there was a dog barking in Nicole's house while the murder was taking place. The little dog was barking because he knew his owner, Nicole, was being attacked and even though he was a little little dog he was trying to protect her and that's it
mean, she failed. The system failed her. She tried everything she could, and she, I think she knew one day this was going to happen. She knew that he was going to kill her, and she was just hoping that he would pay for it, which he never did. And the Goldman family have to suffer because their son was doing a good thing, the right thing. That's it, guys. Tremendous amount of blood. I mean, this is this is bad, but that is it. Nicole and OJ's kids, uh, Justin and Sydney, were actually home at the time of the murder. They were upstairs sleeping, and people. That's what one of the people were saying. Why they don't think it's OJ? Because, sorry, my phone's a little technical error is how could a father do that when their kid kids are home alone upstairs to come out and see their mother like this but i don't think people realize how crazy oj really was when it came to nicole you know you would think there would have been a lot more blood on ron you know on the ground but we're gonna end it there guys i'm sorry if it was too graphic